0: Psalm 23 and verse 3. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His namesake. There are three things that I want to highlight from this verse this morning. And the first is that we need restoration. We need restoration. You cannot come worthily to the Lord's table if you do not recognize that we need restoration. In verse 5 God spreads a table before David precisely because he recognizes his need of the Lord and sheep are absolutely blind and in denial if they cannot honestly say he restores my soul. In our uh, Life of David series we saw a number of times where David needed his soul to be restored. He fell into sin Uh, he lost the joy of his salvation Uh, He needed guidance, he was fearful, he had doubts. So you can be encouraged this morning if that is true of you. In this covenant psalm there is no hint of the idea that once we have uh, been adopted into God's family, born again into His family, that we no longer sin. It's quite the opposite. There is a constant need to renew covenant with God because we constantly need His forgiveness. Another sad part is that there's a number of Christians who don't want to be restored. <laughs> they feel the Spirit drawing them and they try to quiet that voice and they try not to be thinking about their sin. And it can be any number of reasons. Uh, it can be pride, uh, it can be bitterness, uh, it could just be outright uh, rebellion or a desire to fulfill the lusts of the flesh, uh, to eat the, the grass that's on the other side uh, of the fence. But God does not allow that to go on indefinitely, and when sheep endanger their lives through wandering or through uh, deliberate rebellion against uh, the shepherd or scratching their back by lying on the, and they can't ever write themselves up, um, they um, need stern action to bring the sheep into line, and God's reputation hangs on that. Uh, It says it's for His namesake his name hang, hangs on the fact that we will grow strong, healthy, and holy. And so as we come to the Lord's table week by week, uh, we, there is not a week that goes by that we do not need to say, He restores my soul. And what I would encourage you to do this morning is just ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, I know I'm blind to my own weaknesses, my own sins, and so open the eyes of my understanding that I might lay my sins at the feet of Christ and forsake them when I come to this table. Restore me. Now, the second thing that we see, there's only one true path for restoration. How does God restore my soul when it has been wandering? Well, uh, verse 3 says, He leads me in the paths of righteousness. And He defines in context His righteousness by the Scripture. Now, if you're a sheep that has been wandering from the paths of righteousness, you're committing yourself, when you come to the Lord's table, to turn around and to... Uh, Follow his law, to follow his paths of righteousness. Now, unfortunately, we've been trained through internet preaching and through so many different ways to have substitutes for God's paths of righteousness. Psychology is one of those. Uh, Pastors are trying to restore their sheep to joy and to peace and to wholeness, but they're using the wisdom of the world. And since there's over 600 different schools of uh, forms of psychology, uh, methodology, and philosophy. If one doesn't work, they'll try another, and then they'll try another. They're all dead ends. And um, the man and woman of faith is going to say, No, I'm going to not trust the wisdom of man. I'm going to trust God that His word is sufficient. And I'm going to follow his law. And by the way, psychology is not the only alternative that people use to try to fill that void and to try to regain spiritual joy. There's all kinds of things that they use. Uh, I have seen Christians, in fact I've even seen pastors, uh, use illegal drugs, legal drugs, alternative medicine, yoga, Eastern meditation, positive thinking, hypnosis, and basically anything that the expert tells uh, you that will help you out. And, of course, some people use uh, self-help activities to restore the joy of their salvation, and they will all fail you. There is only one path for restoration, and it is the paths of His righteousness as defined by the Word. And then lastly, there is only one legitimate motivation for restoration. And verse 3 words it, for his name's sake. So, if the only reason that um, you want to be restored is to ease your pain, you've got a humanistic motivation. If the only reason you come to counseling is to save your marriage, you've got a humanistic reason. Uh, in fact, if uh, what God says that you need to do to restore your marriage is more painful than the marriage itself, uh, you're going to bail. You're not going to be following it. That's not a good enough reason we need to have a God-centered motivation in all of life for His name's sake is what He calls us to do. And when we renew covenant in the Lord's table, we are declaring that we at least want to do everything for His glory. Uh, We at least desire that everything we do uh, would be to lift up uh, His name. Even when we've blown it, the Holy Spirit gives us that God-centered desire. So it's that God-centered motivation that we are being restored to, and it's His righteous paths that we are being restored to, because that's the only thing that does uh, glorify His name. And if you're honest, uh, some of you have probably not been there this past week, and that in itself is reason to come to the Lord's table for restoration. And so I would remind you, as I have in the past, come not because you are strong, but because you're weak and you need His strength. Come not because you've necessarily succeeded this past week. Maybe some of you have succeeded, but come maybe because you've blown it. You've wandered and you need uh, His restoration. And especially, and Rodney's reminded you of this in the past, come not because you think you're worthy by being good enough, uh, because everything we do, whether we eat or drink, whatever we do, we're to do to the glory of God, and that includes our worthiness. If your worthiness is pointing to you, you've got a humanistic concept of worthiness. It's only our worthiness as we are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. That's the only thing that's going to exalt and lift up His name. So this psalm reminds us that God has prepared a table for us in the midst of our enemies and in that table we're covenanting to be sheep who are willing to be restored, who are willing to walk in the paths of righteousness and who are willing to do everything for the glory of god so come this morning to be restored father god we come to you this morning thankful that you are willing to restore us thankful that you're willing to continue to shepherd and have not given up on that task in frustration over the constant times that we wander from you father we hate our wandering and we desire to press more and more into you and so this morning as we covenant Uh, with you, uh, to be willing to be restored, willing to walk in the paths of righteousness that you have laid out for us in your scriptures, and willing to be God-centered in everything, that you would give us the strength of your Holy Spirit to fulfill those covenant vows in this coming week. Renew uh, our strength as we wait on you this morning. And to that end, we pray that you would set aside these common elements to a holy use, and you would be glorified in our partaking. In Jesus' name, amen.